Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Uploaded Podcast that is also being recorded live. How y'all doing? Uh, I know those of you watching this back on various podcast sites can comment live, but do send us emails about stuff like uh, that you've heard from previous episodes and so on and so forth. Use the feedback and all that. It's very good for the production. Yes. <laughs> so, what's the intro joke, Silas? Go well, on. Uploaded tech news commentary. The only podcast in the world that's hosted by a tech bro idiot and a walking uh walking wallet vtuber person you'll you'll kind of get that as the third topic walking wallet because he plays D D. but no okay you'll see oh, soon it's yeah. funny yeah. it is funny if you know about what's going on but yeah well i mean let's see the way that it's gonna make you laugh yeah that's uh, a sad yeah. situation now you get to listen to this my collection of dice what was it? The collection of dice. Collection. You could have made a joke about the type of double Ds I would have liked. D20s or what's it? The other one. Double Ds? <laughs> double getting double packed? No. I mean... Could try that. I, not, I feel that would be a bit overstuffed, but... Getting pegged <laughs> while getting balls deep into somebody else. Now that sounds like an entertaining evening, if I've ever heard one. <laughs> yeah. You're doing your your week wrong. Then you should stream first in the week, and then Fridays and the weekends don't stream. Do other activities. Yeah, oh, no, I like I like it. You, you I like streaming on the weekends. An app. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, there's, yeah, there's all the other sad fucks online. Then yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you know, people just work during the week and can have more free time towards the weekend. Um, starting like what's it Friday on if you're in a four day week place if you're lucky uh, yeah but what is a good way to relax sure sit in front of a computer to listen to a dude play a game and complain about it or something says the person who also streams well yes but not that often on weekends but that's because I'm working <laughs> I'm programming oh. Yeah, yeah, you do love your programming. Let's I've see. told this to my friends, like, I've not met them in, like, a year, and I told them it's not that I don't have fun with you people, but I just like working on things more. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually true for me, and I try oh. to not do that. But, like, I just have more fun being productive. I hate, like, just watching things and, like, sitting around and drinking and just interaction for no reason. Yeah, to be fair, when it comes to watching things, just get yourself a pair of earbuds and just listen to the thing as you work on something. I've tried doing that. You cannot do that when you're coding because you have to think about logic and words and how to put that logic into different words mm. that the computer understands. You can't have someone in your ears talking about some random shit. I don't know, whatever... A TV show is about not, not like not even like Gordon Ramsay type stuff where you don't have to think about it, but like that's so distracting when you're sitting there. It's like oh, four opening brackets int i equals zero semicolon 
Uh, I so doesn't sound one, blah, blah, it blah. sounds like getting pegged and fucking some at the same time would be fun while you're in the middle of your coding. That'd be very distracting, wouldn't it? Or in other words, you are not yet mentally strong enough to handle it. You must train. Grow no. stronger in your power, no. Cyrus. Do not rely on your innate talent, or sooner others will surpass you. You must train and become better. That's really weird. Uh, it's, but true, don't get motivated in real life because you start off good at something because you took it more easily and then other people just seem to like be better than you. You just gotta put work into things, even oh. if you do start off naturally yeah. good at it compared to others. Like, there are things that I don't need to be good at. I don't want to code and listen to fucking Sonic Prime, the Netflix show. Oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta do a review for that. What, what's and that's a thing I actually want to watch, but I still haven't done it. Oh, uh, like, it's good. This. I, there's a review I got to do for it, but also a bit I want to do for it. So let's let me just um, what was it? It's change.org. There change. we are. There we are. We shall be making one of those to coincide with my review of Sonic Prime, the first part. Isn't that a song? windowchange.org uh, I have a lovely little bit I want to do, but I don't I want guess. to spoil anything for Silas about the show, so watch it, As it's good I'm gonna watch it, I'm not gonna do it watch the only it. things I really watch, watch things it. is because it's I'm good. like, oh, facts I like documentaries or if I'm streaming already and I'm like, yeah, let's watch some dumb meme shit watch the show, Silas, it's good Sonic content Bask in this golden it age. It looks so ugly, though. It looks what? so bad from the screenshots. I hate how it looks. Are you, it are looks you like kidding plastic. me? To, compared to Sonic Boom, have you seen Sonic Boom? Yes. That's my favorite Sonic show. It looks so much worse there. Everything's so much more stiff and lifeless. Like, honestly, well, okay, I've seen screenshots. What is, what 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 is one thing that's not included in screenshots of Sonic Prime? And tell me I, now. Just watch Movement. it. Just watch it, Silence. It is very good for a Sonic show, and uh, like only for part Sonic one is out show. so far. Oh, so it sucks. That's like saying, oh, Sonic Frontiers is a very great game for a Sonic game. Hey, uh, reality honest, is like average and shit. I mean, to be honest, actually, no. When you consider like what's it, Saturday M. Sonic Boom, which was comedically very good. I didn't get into it, but a lot of people really do like it. And now this, that it's one like, I love, yeah. Honest to goodness, when it comes to TV shows, Sonic has a pretty good track record. The Sonic X, which a lot of people really like as well. I grew up with that, and it was like, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, uh, fair enough. I think that looks really ugly as well. <laughs> I don't uh, like the concept of Sonic being in the human world. But it's, that's my, it's that's where just, every that's game goes. Me. It's where every game goes, because otherwise you're just cycling the same old plot with Robotnik trying to take over the world. And that's fine. Nothing a game going doesn't on. need a plot for me. I don't really care, personally. He keeps also ending the, up in the human world to do things. And the best one is... quickly is, run out of things for him to do. Just best, well. bouncing about in the outskirts, you know? He, the characters to interact with, a plot line... About why they are on Earth, how that happened. So I've written down two things. Mm -hmm. Just quickly, if we open up the dashboard, which only I can see, 
because none of you can see it because it's from Salt's stream. Or mm -hmm. you're just looking at a... No, on the podcast you can see it because I will probably forget to add a, a scene, a, a whatever it's called. A, a, what's it called? A, a marker a thing, a marker scene, yeah. Chapter? Yeah, a chapter chapter image, yes. There I'll probably forget to add that, but you could see it, potentially. If he remembers. In the if last 30 days... In the last 30 days, the podcast had 290 mm. downloads. Nice. Sounds really good. Let me scroll down and uh, you see 67% Samsung free. Uh, wow. And I don't think we've talked about this on the show yet. Maybe we have and I just forgot completely. Or I've talked about it on, the, mm -hmm. on my own personal streams. Samsung... I don't fully know what Samsung Free is. I just know that they've added podcasts into Samsung Free, which is cool, good. But then they decided to do this great feature of, well, featuring episodes right front and center when you like, get into the app, which is cool. Okay. Very good idea, promoting some like direct content that's just probably randomly selected or whatever, I don't know. But the problem is they've decided... Mm -hmm. to um once you saw that episode be featured it would automatically download the episode whether you wanted to listen to it or not <laughs> i mean that's very bad design but let's just take those inflated numbers shall we it's a great idea for oh cool so when you click on it it's already downloaded and like you can just listen to it you don't have to wait again like three seconds how long it takes to get a podcast file but it's not good that's not good because it inflates the number so much but i think it is probably not that bad because i remember people who had like a hundred downloads per episode suddenly get like ten thousand downloads per episode because mm -hmm. it was featured there and i was like what's going on what happened now is it suddenly popular so the fact that we have 290 downloads in the last 30 days and it is 67 percent from samsung free that mm -hmm. is i think that's still concerning that is uh, the absolute majority compared to anything else but at least it's not like tens of thousands true true I, I've been I, wanting it, to... it could be in the instance that these people actually did just get this ad we downloaded or like well let's see what it's about potentially but that's why i've been wanting to send a support email to Buzzsprout because they apparently are doing constant work to make their downloads more accurate, which is why people complain because mm -hmm. they moved to Buzzsprout. For us as well, actually, we moved to Buzzsprout and it went from like 100 downloads an episode or something to like 30. And I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, that's not great. But, well, it is great because that means it's more accurate now. The thing with stats is it basically can only get more accurate when it goes down which is kind of shit but oh. that's what it is accuracy for the sake of feeling better i don't think that's good i like accuracy so we'll see what the answer when i eventually send one because i'll definitely forget again <laughs> i asked them on twitter they have a twitter profile and they just sent great question send an email don't Guys, bother us with this you're very good, great company, but please, like, I just want to send you a fucking tweet or a DM and get a quick answer. Or not even a quick one, I don't want to send you a fucking email. Yeah, 
That's yeah. not an app that I commonly use because I'm. I used to be often on Twitter, not anymore now, very much. <laughs> but okay. Yeah, instead of switching uh, to Mastodon and Hive, I've mostly just started using Reddit more. I still use Mastodon and Hive. I like those still. The other thing that I've written down is back on the arc. And yes, you remember me saying I've given up on Interarc now. Mm-hmm. I think the listeners remember. The only reason why I wanted to try this again because NVIDIA did some stupid shit and every single Steam game stopped working with an NVIDIA graphics card for every Linux user. Good job. And I was like, wait, I have another graphics card. So I swapped it back in. It was really shit when you opened up OBS. I figured out why. Because I was on X. And for some reason, X screen capture just fucks the whole system. Like, honestly, OBS goes down to like one frame a second and it takes 700 milliseconds to render a single frame. Like you couldn't even type anything or click a button or anything. Like the whole system was stopped, actually stopped. You could move a window or like click something, but it took like 15 seconds for that to like do anything. But yeah, Hmm. it's fixed now for the most part. And yeah, the games work now. And they work half decent, except for some which are not fully supported. But Sonic Frontiers works actually great now. The only one you care about. And again, watch Sonic Boom. (laughs) You'll like it. I have watched Sonic Boom. I'm not going to watch Sonic Prime, though. Watch it. You'll like it. You'll like it. It's a good show. It's enjoyable. There's Rogue in a bunch of various different outfits, which I appreciate. That's not how you pronounce her name. Rouge, I don't care. Actually, no, I think they did pronounce it Rogue in this one. Hopefully not. But in that case, I'm not going to watch it. I don't know. I feel like it's getting into Bernstein, Bernstein Bears territory. It's going to be probably like in German anyways. So how do I know? They say all weird shit there. Yeah, so Interarc, probably still not perfect. Like, when I play Minecraft now, it's, like, Mm -hmm. slightly better performance than the 1060, but, like, not as good as it should be. But that's what it is. OpenGL, not that great. Anything that's, like, Vulkan-based or that runs through Proton, which converts DirectX stuff into Vulkan stuff, that's very, very good. But I haven't tested that many games, so maybe there's issues still. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've only played Minecraft and Sonic Frontier so far. <laughs> All that there is in this universe. The Minecraft and well, Sonic. Well, I don't play... The, the The problem is I mostly play, like, older games. And that means they've been released before Vulkan API existed. Mm-hmm. Or DirectX 12. So, for me, this card is very much not that great still. I assume, <laughs> but I don't know. Good if you play okay. modern games and have Vulcan support, though. Is that all to being back on the arc? Yeehaw. Yes. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the next podcast recording. <laughs> if I'm like, yeah, I've played one more game and it sucks and I've swapped it back. No, we'll, well, see. we'll see. People watching and listening uh, via the podcast on YouTube, stop placing bets. Let's see where this goes. And speaking of seeing where things go, really hopeful to, at least on one of the chat, my YouTube channels, make it to, what's it, a, a thousand subscribers this year, so every sub helps. But uh, specifically talking about those, 
I, I just before making this podcast, I was like uh, burning through making like 10 shorts slash TikToks upload to the various things. And for a while there, I, no reason why, no rhyme, no reason, just happened. I got shadow banned for like two weeks on TikTok, which then like started what's what? it? Um, wow. Yeah, I no clue. No change in content or release schedule Anti- for me. I've been Chinese con- propaganda. <laughs> I've been very consistent about what I'm doing on there for ages. The same, uh, and because of the alternating method I was using, it was like the same kind of game clips back and forth for you days while fine, and then suddenly getting literally zero views. So, like, if you could give me a follow on TikTok and uh, my gaming YouTube channel and give those shorts and TikToks a watch, it's a huge help. I was only shadow banned on one, but but the other one is the one I can hope to get monetized on. So there we are. It's very weird. So I, again, if I could just get a reason for it, but like I, I kept posting the same clips that were like from the same game that were during the shadow ban period and after, and those Spam. haven't been affected. So. Spam. Nope, it's the same amount. I've been consistent <laughs> through the shadow ban and after it. And now I've bounced back to the average, so I don't know. I just don't know what happened. But it was undoubtedly a shadow ban. I looked it up and everything, and like it went away after the medium amount of time, so... I know. These things just happen for no reason. It really sucks. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, we're here, here. Again, huge help if you could sub to those. What's the day of the year? What are those, Silas? National Gourmet Coffee Day. Ooh, sip, sip, sip my coffee as you describe that. Time to head to your local Costa's. (laughs) (laughs) Gourmet coffee. Or Starbucks or whatever. Jesus. Is Costa's better than Starbucks? Probably not. I'd well, say no. Probably the same shit. I don't know. Same, not that good. Well, I mean, if it was just the same shit, it would be owned by the same parent company and just be a rebranded Starbucks or a different market. So Who it has to Costas? be nominally different. We don't have Costa's, I think. We have Costa's and cans only. Well, I have both Costa's and Starbucks in Ireland, so I doubt, I doubt it's the, what's it, um, same company that owns both. If it is, then I just, I, I, I don't know how that's legal, but okay. Costa Coffee. Uh, oh. No, we have Costa Coffee in Germany, but not where I am. <laughs> Obviously, because I'm a town little crap, a uh, little crap town. Little crap town, little crap town, yeah. little crap town where you have little claps. They're owned by. <laughs> who are they owned by? Pen it says company. subsidiary. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, guess what? It's the Coca Cola Company. Yay! Interesting. That I actually didn't expect, though. Yeah, that's a bit, a bit of a screwball, they isn't bought it? it? They bought it from White Bread. Okay. For 3.9 billion just the, fa- just the family name ironic one as well because oh, you can figure that out oh no no not white bread wit bread no e wit wit, wit bread wit. 
Whitbread.co.uk. A cook house <laughs> and pub. Any other days of the years or anything else about coffee? Well, cool. You can go to their site and there's a Q3 financial 2023 trading update. No, no, uh, pull it back. Pull it back, Silas. National Co- Coffee Day, you did that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I want to try Costas for real now. I like the canned things, honestly. I've, that's pretty yeah. shit to admit, probably. I've been getting okay. what's it, the uh, Starbucks coffee beans. Not because, like, I think they taste particularly like, I said we are better both than not the that other. Good. It's just like, it's the strongest one on the market in terms of caffeine that I can get, like, delivered to my really? home. Yeah, it's like the, the most intense one they have at Starbucks, and the other, other ones are a bit more. How do you need it that strong, though? Because what's I have ADHD. ADHD. The That's caffeine's not my good only for outlet. It, is it? it helps. Ideal, ideally, you'd want to be on what's it, Vidrin or some amount of lithium or whatever the proper drug no name drugs, is. Nothing. No caffeine. No fucking whatever. You want to be on like a proper ADHD medication, but uh, because my what's it father did not uh, get it for me when I was younger. It has since lapsed the previous recommendation from a psychologist. I can no longer go. Like, the drugs would be covered in Ireland just by, you know, the social health care. But, 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 not the what's it, psychiatry, what's it, the uh, appointment you need to get, like, a prescription of it. So I just cannot afford that and thus cannot get the ADHD medication I need. Uh, it's like I'm diagnosed with it. It it doesn't go away. Stuff like this That's doesn't go really away. Weird. It's not. Re- really it's weird. it's not weird. It's far too common with like uh, mental disabilities that do not go away, requiring you to get re-diagnosed later as an adult when you do not have that money as an adult. It's really really frustrating that these. Legally necessary, what's it? Uh, uh, appointments in order to get prescriptions for things are not covered by, you know, the HSE. I would argue they should be if they are gatekeeping certain other functions of the HSE that are guaranteed for free. Just saying. Uh. That's really. Interesting tech topic. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Very depressing. FIY, there's mm-hmm. four costas in uh, Constance. That's making no, that's me remember true. the first that's season of Ember House for some reason. There's one in Rehingen. Okay, enough one of the costas. Let them die. Any Hopefully other days. The Americans get confused by this. Most of our listeners are Americans. Well, I think given the fact I mentioned do, do having have... both Costa and Starbucks in my area, I think they're going to realize it's a coffee well, brand. I think they would have gotten that from Gourmet Coffee Day, but okay. <laughs> they're not that stupid. They're pretty smart, a lot of them. We could hope. So we could certainly see. hope. It is, well, what do you want? Food? Or making fun of the Chinese. <laughs> what? Let's go with the food. Let's not tempt fate food, with that food. second one. Well, Jesus. It's not, it's not that bad. But the, uh, <laughs> Again, let's not tempt fate. Let's not tempt fate and just stay to the food. 
It's just a meme. Just I mean, the other one is actually about China as well. It's National Peking Duck Day, so I could have chosen either of them, and it would have been about China. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but realize. only one is about making fun. So let's. The again. other one is not. That's not about China, but is associated with their. What, what is it called? Let us, not, let us not tempt fate. Oh wait it's a minute! It's just National it just... Winnie the Pooh Day. Silas. <laughs> That's not making fun of China. That's making fun of an individual. Be yeah, specific. He's China. Yeah. But he is China, though, isn't he? He's Chinese. He's not the embodiment yeah. of China. But isn't what he says the law? <laughs> well, only as long as he's alive. And that can change at any moment. Okay. For any so reason. That was, a, that was a threat. Okay. No, it wasn't. We don't have a He's an problems. older man. He could just simply die of a heart attack at any moment. Just pass away in his sleep. And there's <laughs> nothing anyone can Costas. do about it. After we went to Costas to <laughs> celebrate National Coffee fucking Day. That's a lawsuit well, waiting to happen. It's also National Peking Duck Day. Many people find roast duck to be a dish that is delicious, but often saved for a special occasion. But what kind of occasion like could be... I did not understand what he said. Okay. I said like a divorce. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> well, interesting. If you scroll down like one paragraph, it has the line dating goes back as long as 700 years. Okay. That goes, that's like what divorce is, but like the pre version, you get your date and then you marry and then the divorce. Yeah. 700 yeah, but- years. Wasn't specifically mentioning the tradition is da- uh, dating back over 700 years. But oh well. Uh, so, no, actually, I read it on. wrong. It's just 700 years old, the dish. <laughs> yes, yes. Topic number one Apple Chief Executive Tim Cook will see his annual pay packet, uh, package slashed by more than 40% this year. Thank you, God. Finally. You Make say them that pay. now. Don't judge it now until you've read it. Hmm. The technology giant says Mr. Cook requested the cut after criticisms uh, from shareholders. Apple's compensation committee awarded him a total target compensation of $49 million, roughly £45.1 million. Pounds. He was getting paid in dollars in America. Mm-hmm. Last year, the, iPhone, uh, the iPhone's market share fell sharply in the face of supply chain issues and a global no. economic, economic no. shutdown. What? That's not what it says. Last year, the iPhone's market share fell sharply in the face no. of a supply... Yes. The, the iPhone maker's shares. The share oh, price. market share makers. makers. I thought it was market because like people... Because, yeah, like, if you can't put the iPhones out there, other things are going to fill a void. My bad. Last year, the iPhone uh, makers, we had sent shares. Why not just say Apple? Apple's stock share fell. Like, it has to hit the word count. These people get but, paid by the fucking pages. I know. It's, it's, it's so tortured at I a certain point. hire someone who writes videos for me. Yeah. <laughs> No. Last year, the iPhone's maker's shell, uh, shares fell sharply in the face of a supply chain issue and a global economic, 
economic shutdown. The Compensation Committee balanced shareholder feedback, Apple's exceptional performance, and a recommendation of Mr. Cook to adjust his compensation in the light of the feedback received, Apple said in a filing with a U.S. financial watchdog. The move will see Mr. Cook's annual basic salary unchanged at $3 million, as well as a bonus of up to $6 million. Hmm. The biggest difference to his paycheck, uh, to his pay package, is how he will be awarded shares in the firm. In 2022, the company granted him $75 million of shares, half of which ha- uh, were based on how well Apple performed on the stock market. For the first year's stock awarded target has been cut to forty million, with three quarters of the dependent on share performance. The target for Mr. Cook's uh, compensation for 2022 was uh, forty eight million, although his actual total pay for last year was uh, ninety nine point four million, just shy of a hundred. The figure included. $630,600 in personal security costs and what's it? $712,500 for his use of a, use of a private jet. Last year, Apple shareholders were urged by a leading investor advisory group to vote against Mr. Cook's pay package. In a letter to investors, Institutional Shareholder Services, ISS, said there's a significant uh, concern over the design and magnitude of the package. The IRS said Mr. Cook's pay was 1000 447 times more than the wage of an average Apple employee. Good God, that's bad. Mr. Cook became Apple's chief executive in August 2011, just weeks before the death of co-founder Steve Jobs. Under Mr. Cook's leadership, Apple became the first company to reach a stock market valuation of $3 trillion. There should, should be an end there, but okay. Of Three trillion before falling to about uh, two point one trillion during a tumultuous year for technology for the technological technological industry. What year was it though? What year did it fail? Why mention it fell during a tumultuous year for it if you're not going to sp- specify the year? Especially if to make the word count. I I don't know. Okay. COVID lockdowns at factories in China, supply chain delays, and a global economic shutdown have pushed down Apple's share price by more than 20% over the last year. The 62-year-old, 60-year-old's personal wealth stands around $1.7 billion. According to Forbes magazine, Mr. Cook has pledged to give away his entire fortune during his lifetime. I would specify uh, looking up a video by what's it, um, Adam Convoy, 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 Adam Convoy. Hold on, let me look this up. Do you mean Adam Conover? Conover, yes. <laughs> Jesus, I failed that Convoy. bad. He I watch because he makes fact things that are also funny. Yep. It's not entertainment, it's learning. 
Yeah, he started off in college humor doing various things with a, what's it, do, also doing a caricature of himself that went on to do a TV show for True TV, whatever that is. Doing that Adam cool Moon's, yeah, Adam Moon's everything. But let me just pull it up to do, do, do Adam Con. Nope, that was a V. Conover, he has his own YouTube channel. He does a podcast, which uh, I haven't gotten into yet, but he's now occasionally getting into just doing videos on there as well. He also did a good series on uh, Netflix about uh, politics in America. I'd recommend watching that as well. But what's it? Now that's Elon Musk. Where is it? Ah, uh, yeah, he also did a video about no good, vill- uh, no good billionaires. Why there's no such thing as a good billionaire. I yeah. highly recommend giving that a watch, yeah. especially because it covers like a lot of this. Oh, giving away my fortune in my lifetime and how a lot of that ends up just going into charities that only spend so much amount of money and end up under the direct control of the person giving away the money. And it seems to be just a huge tax dodge. So, yes, I, I would look into that more thoroughly. Yep. Is there any way for you to include a link at that at a specific point, uh, Silas, or to that video? Hmm. Mm, I'm actually not sure. What about just in the description then? Like, just, just put it in the show notes, yeah. Yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, just find the link to that and like put that in there as well, because I do think it's good supplemental supplementary material. You have to put that in Discord. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do that in Discord after after we finish recording this, because, again... Do watch this after finishing up our podcast. It, it's, it's very informative. You know, I, I, again, it's like every time every time it comes to like billionaires, they just get, they have so much PR. They put into everything. It is just absurd. Yeah. I think it's just wild how you can have so much money. Even if it's like in stocks and stuff. Not actually usable currently. Yeah, like wow, it's a it's an absurd amount, especially when it pointed out like nearly one point five thousand times the average Apple employees pay. I, I, I we all just kind of gotten blindsided by this, but like no CEO should be getting like that amount. In the I mean, thousands yeah. of times higher, you know? I think CEOs should get a lot of money because yeah. it's a fucking big position. Like, if you fuck up, then it's really Yeah, it's bad. a big impo- position. Like, what, what you say much? can affect the entire valuation of the company, you know? Which can then be stressful. But, like, again, that's, like, like in what's it, like, the hundreds of thousands to maybe the low millions. But, like... He's getting base pay of like what's it, um, forty nine million? What was it? Or what's it like a base amount of like three to six million, and then getting so much in like startbacks as uh, buybacks as well. You know, granted to him by the company based on performance, which then he can sell at any time, and currently has a net worth of one point seven billion. It's like. No, no CEO for a single company should ever get that that wealthy without like massively blowing up several companies. Like that should be the exception, the outlier, not the standard, but it just is. And it sucks. Cause like again, a slight tangent, Ubisoft 
after having a multiple uh, series of poor management decisions, is planning to like bounce back and save some money to the tune of like two hundred million by just like closing down studios, firing employees, and not hiring on temporary ones into full time positions. You know, with without affecting the CEO's pay at all. Despite the fact, like, all the problems they're facing right now are because of the decisions the CEO made. I mean, that it's is just absurd. Smart, Save your own ass as long as you can. If you're a CEO. I don't think I would do that, but, like, I can see why you'd do that if you're a douchebag. Yeah, allegedly. yeah if you're a douchebag. Especially, like, the whole sexual assault allegations they're facing as well, covering up that. But, yeah, it's just, like... Oh, you're the reason we're in this situation. I believe his exact words were asking like the employees to spend the money wisely while he was making several unwise decisions. Uh... Yep. Yep. Uh, yep, you there needs to be a, a price cap. A price cap on what's it like? A legal limit based on the average salary of your employees. Of how much more a CEO can be making, both in terms of what's it, um, base amount and then additional compensations. Like, okay, you cannot go above, let's say, 400 or even 200 times the average income. Because, like, if that's just going to pull out my calculator real quick. Well, do I need it? No, not really. If we say the average is 50,000, you know... What's it? Double that to become what's it? A hundred thousand. So we only then multiply it by another hundred. That would be what's it like? Five million? No, no, that's not right at all. Fifty thousand. <laughs> you up by an additional two, so that no, would it be five million? Yeah, I'm just gonna look this up real quick. Cause one, two, I three. Think he's not correct. Multiplied by 200 equals... No, 10 million. I was off. Whoopsie. Yeah, yeah. Whoopsie. My bad. What did you do? What math? 50,000 multiplied by 200. One, two, three. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is 10 million. Yeah, Yeah, I only moved the decimal point two places, not three. Whoopsie. Now we have to move on to the next topic because it's already 42 minutes. Yeah, well, that does say how little the average employee is getting paid then. If, like, it was only, like, 200 times what's it uh, to get to 10 million, if they were making, what's it, (laughs) uh, 50,000 a year, the average employee is making a lot less than that. Actually, yeah, let's see. What was it divide by for them to make their uh, ten million a year CEO? One thousand four hundred and forty-seven equals Jesus. That would only be seven k a month. Yeah, sorry, a year. A year. Well, which figure are you using though? The ninety-nine point four million dollars one, or which one? Ah, uh, yeah, that's it, true. It a lot of the pay. Ninety-nine point four. Let's see. Well, no, that's the thing. Like, it's like um, 
They can gain additional bonuses as well, but like how you calculate it in the base rate to pay, it's it's very confusing. Either yeah, way, they probably yeah. shouldn't gain, be getting multiple millions of dollars and should be only getting like uh like a few hundred thousand to like one or two million, if that, you know? The exceptional outliers who've been with a company for multiple years and have been doing exceptionally well at leading it should be getting like one or two million a year. You know? The rest should be sub that. You have to go to the next topic. Though. Yep. Topic number two, Silas. Yes. Topic number two. Nest Smart Thermostat co-founder is back with a new device for the home focused on food. Hmm. I've cut out a bit of the thing, the article here, because I can explain it myself. Basically, Nest, the company that makes smart thermostats, bought by Google, uh, and that one of the co-founders has moved on to a new amazing cool project, which soon you'll see, I think is allegedly really dumb, like all of these other type of devices, because that already exists. It's not a new thing. Mm-hmm. But okay, he has a new product called Mail in his new company. And let's uh, read the article then from CNBC. Mill users put their food waste, including meat and dairy, items that aren't normally able to be composted into a new kitchen bin that dehydrates the food overnight, turning it into an odorless coffee ground-like material the company calls food grounds. Once the bin fills up, uh, which Roger says takes about three weeks on average, its contents can be packaged up and sent back to mill via mail. The Hmm. company then repurposes the grounds into an ingredient for chicken feed and sends it to farms. The startup charges users $33 monthly subscription fee, a $33 dollar monthly subscription fee to recycle their food scraps oh my god it's a system he hopes may help eliminate food waste from the american home we've kind of gotten used to the way things are but it doesn't have to be that way rogers said so when it comes so so when you come at it yeah that's a joke when you say that when you come come at at it Exactly what Harvey Weinstein did and got in a lot of trouble for, justly so. You just can't come at things like that without consent. But you can come at it with fresh eyes. (laughs) You actually end up building an entirely new system. No, no laugh, no laugh. The bin can automatically... The bin... Ah, the bin can automatically <laughs> dehydrate the waste every night or mm-hmm. users can program the bin to begin dehydration process at times that best fit with their schedules mm. this is another lesson roger said he learned from nest while some people like to have their systems operate automatically others like to have control yeah this is very dystopian just like having to pay a monthly subscription for this Mail also includes some smart technology. Cool. An optional app lets users monitor their food waste from their phones and see how much they are putting into their bins. Hmm. Roger said 
Don't you have fucking eyes and a brain? Don't you know how much you throw away, fucking idiots, allegedly? Sorry. Roger said making users aware of their waste habits, similar mm. to how Nest makes them aware of their energy consumption habits, may help change purchasing behaviors over time, enabling them to save some money at the grocery store on food they don't need to buy. Big flaw with that, I think. Mm-hmm. Heating makes sense that you can have like a smart thing that tells you, oh, it was this hot and this cold while you weren't there. Food waste does not work like that. Food waste doesn't randomly accumulate while you're not at home. You throw it away yourself. That's only the the only time when it happens. When you put it in the bin, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I I will say like it could help a bit with what's it people being, you know, a bit smarter with what they buy, not just buying things on the whim all the time unless they know they're going to eat it straight away when they get home. Like saying, oh, this will be nice with so-and-so on this event later on down the line and it gets cancelled. This is... My whole problem is that this is a dumb idea. There's other companies that have done products like this. Fucking there's this one. What are they What are they called? Like Peeler or Peller or something? They also have like a, a compostable case, which is like 70% of plastic or something, allegedly. Not that compostable, but cool. I don't understand the model of, oh, instead of putting my my green stuff that I'm throwing away into the... At least in Germany, we have this. We have the, the brown one. The brown... What's it called? The brown wheelie bins. That is for organic waste. Or you'll often have... If you have a house, you'll have the, your own compost thing in the garden. Why put it... Why put your, your trash into a machine that then uses lots of electricity to heat your trash up and stir it around so it kind of becomes like mush and then you can throw it in the trash why or in this case at least you can like return it to them and then they'll do like chicken food or something that's at least slightly better but i still think that's not that doesn't make that much sense at least well, not, it, it deals not, with the end product of having to deal with like landfills or what's it finding compost ways or incinerators it is a portion of trash my whole thing is like why why do they have to pay what's a subscription fee fee of what's it 33 a month in order for you to what's it uh, then make money selling this office chicken feed I think the model of, yeah, we have the wheelie bin and then it gets collected every like two weeks or something. And then the the city uses that to actually make quick compost out of it more efficiently than a random fucking bucket in my kitchen could. And then they yeah. make, so, what is it? Not soil. Well, I guess they make dirt and stuff out of that. That's, that works. Enough, I don't think that's fine. That works. That exists. Do that instead of everybody gets a little washing machine type thing for dry stuff which doesn't even work because they'll get clogged up within like a week i'm telling you when this is out and i think this is released yet you'll see probably maybe potentially you can see a lot of technical problems that's what the the pala one peeler one had where it's just it would just stop working within like a week it just stopped just Try and only like have like like any excessive stuff be things that don't perish very quickly. 
outside of that, only buy what you need. And yeah, there really just needs to be more what's it laws put in place, making sure like any food waste, what would be food waste, ends up in the hands of people who needs them. Again, them just like rotting in a dumpster for a supermarket does nobody any good. And again, like in the US, it's like 40%. 40%. Just think of that. Tons, little tons of food that are just literally grown and produced every year just to go to waste. Yes. Never feeding anybody with people starving around the world, not because of like uh, Genesequa. Uh, lack of food, but just simply supply chain issues and, you know, those people not having the money. I'm just saying, if, the, if like, literally 40% of that food is going to rot anyhow, how about, like, people be a little bit more selective with what they buy and laws in place to make sure those things get diverted to where they need to be? Just saying. Topic oh, number yeah, three. Can you explain the backstory of this? Because we didn't cover it. I thought we did, but we didn't. The, the initial release. Uh, of the new OGL? Yes. Well, basically, Wizards of the Coast decided to be a bunch of cunts, as a lot of behind-the-scenes things have revealed about just uh, solely viewing players as Genesequa, their personality piggy banks for their money. So yeah, they decided to release a new open game license that was way more restrictive and seemed to include language in it that would allow Wizards of the Coast to just steal your content. Can you uh, explain what the old one was? uh, Basically, the old one was uh, you could just uh, release supplementary material for D&D and you'd be absolutely fine doing it. You know, balding from the world and lore of D&D and including the, uh, I think, the source book, you know, the basic mechanics of the game in your PDF or what's your book or so on and so forth. But now D&D tried to be a lot more restrictive with that, tried to be a lot more greedy with it, insisting like if you had in revenue, not profit, over like a certain amount, you had to give them money. Which was just, like, disgusting. Uh, and also said, like, oh, we own your profit after that point. I will also say, and I might include a link to this as well in the description, um, a video done by Legal Eagle. Because it turns out, like, one of the things that a game cannot trade- trademark or copyright is just, like, the base mechanics. Like, Rolling a D20 or like Scrabble. Yeah, Scrabble has like clones of it on what's it, Facebook that they can't stop because you cannot copy like the process of something. Uh, And it is interesting. That's why there's a thousand quiz shows. You can't trademark the content of, yeah, ask someone a question and then they get money. (laughs) For Mm. example. Seems yeah, like so that was a really cool idea in the beginning to make a lot of people make cool shit for D&D. Yeah, but they can't, like, just saying, because, like, it seems D&D has burned the bridge. Turns out, you can t- kind of just take the base concept of, like, ability scores, rolling a D20, and, like, determining results based on that into any game you damn well please. 
D&D cannot uh, legally own that. So you can kind of go whatever. All they can have like a trademark or copyright to is like the things they ori originally create. So anything like that, yes, of course, that's going to be copyrighted. But if you just want to take like the base concepts, base classes, and just make your own system with those, you're kind of covered. Just fine. You might have to shape up, shake up a few of the original things, avoid trademark things like sources and whatnot, but the basic concept of like fantasy people fighting with either swords or spells, D&D uh, &D can't own that. So Now you may read topic three. Yes. Topic number three. Wizard of the Coast backtracks D&D OGL update. Uh, cancels royalties and more. A week after the updated OGL for D&D appeared online, the developers posted its response to fan criticism. D&D Beyond, an official resource for Dungeons & Dragons content, posted an acknowledgement of the controversy to its Twitter page Tuesday, only saying it would give uh, some answers soon. At BTW, D&D uh, Beyond was originally owned by Fandom, before being bought by what's it, Wizards of the Coast via direct plugin. And it turns out there was a lot of things they had just ready and waiting to go on the back end to improve the, the site, you know, to improve its functionality and uh, give itself more value as a subscription service, but was purposely held back by the previous uh, CEO or something, knowing they were going to get bought up by Wizards of the Coast and wanted that stuff ready to go to look like, oh, here's some, like, immediate improvements that we are able to do because we are bought by Wizards of the Coast, when in fact that wasn't the case at all. So, yay. Now. Ironically enough. Now, Wizards of the Coast confirms it had backtracked the o OGL, removing royalties and ability for it to manufacture and sell third-party developers' pro uh, products while claiming that they had never been its intention. I mean, even if that's the case, <laughs> even if that means you were just openly admitting to be incredibly sloppy and reckless with your legal documents, which meaning you wanting to update your OGL to this is incredibly irresponsible. And that's the best case. That's the best case. Yeah. Yes. First and foremost, Wizard of the Coast claims it, uh, its main priority in updating the OGL was to eliminate room for third-party developers to make and sell products with... Hateful and discriminatory content, which I really don't know how that's going to stop this in any way. Because again, uh, covered in Legal League of Video, you can just say compatible with D&D 5e, <laughs> and that's perfectly legal. <laughs> if you design something to work with something, but feature no content from it, you're perfectly fine. So, you know, basically designing, what was it, the, the American South... You know, can't, uh, what's a source book to play in the American South that is compatible with D&D 5e is perfectly fine. You know, as long as you don't just in, uh, feature any trademarked or copyrighted material from that, you're good. So, where were we? In addition, Wizards of the Coast said it's always intended to seek out the uh, community's opinions and that the leaked OGL draft was attempted to do so. <laughs> they forced their creators to sign an NDA in order to view this and wanted to go to effect a week after release. You know, 
have no time whatsoever to decide. Oh, these these bastards. It also stated that I would no longer release the new OJL today as intense as it intended to uh as oh sorry no no as intended, okay, should be a comma there. Due to the changes it needs to make to its original draft. In the final draft, it promised removed language and implied it might have the right to make and sell merchandise made by content creators. However, it stated it would include language to protect us and our partners from creators who incorrectly allege that we steal the work simply because of coincidental similarities. Hmm. <laughs> Not like D&D's been known to start including rules made in other source materials before. Okay. Under the new OGL, Wizards of the Coast would have control over any products created by smaller companies based on its TTRPG system. These include smaller publishers like Cobalt Press, which uh, responded to the changes by announcing the development of its own core fantasy rule set that a lot of other third-party sites and uh, companies have joined on to kind of forming a coalition against Wizards of the Coast. The new OGL would require creators to inform Wizards of the Coast about every product they create and submit and submit to, uh, what's it, the, every product they create and submit revenue totals. Uh, the perfect meme I saw for this was just like all the smut content people make for D&D Beyond. They will inform them of every single one of them. Things you cannot imagine doing with a mind flayer will be informed to Wizards of the Coast. It also permits Wizards of the Coast to produce and sell other creators' products if they have any based in D&D. Great. Further, it requires makers that earn above $750,000 on its products to pay Wizards of the Coast a 25% royalty fee for everything they make above that threshold, regardless of whether it's made profit or not. Yes, that is revenue on revenue, not profit. Absurd. Absurd royalty That's structure there. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's really bad. No, no, really, oh, give really us a cut bad. of the profit made for this. The revenue. That's potentially driving like certain Kickstarters into the red. Making it just like fiscally impossible to do them to do further requires makers that are no no they did that following the leak dungeon and dragons players flooded social media to express their anger over the proposed update most friends of the change is insulting because the businesses the ogl target are an impact of primary responsible for dnd's increased uh, success over the last couple of decades many long-term dnd players threatened to jump ship to another what's it uh, TP, uh, uh, TTRPG, such as Pathfinder, if Wizards of the Coast enacts the new OGL. However, other fans point out Pathfinder would also suffer uh, severe impacts from the new GL, as the old one acted as its backbone. Well, that's only if they feature core content from what's it, D&D, you know? copyrighted or trademarked material if it is just the use of like certain gaming mechanics they will be fine 
Fans started a hashtag campaign, hashtag OpenDD, demanding Wizard the Coke revoke their proposed update to its OGL. DD fans got together to create an open litter requesting signatures to raise awareness of the issue. Issues swallow creators face should the developer follow through with the new OGL. The letter argued that the tabletop industry will shrink to a fraction of its current size, shuttering the small businesses that populate your local cons and putting a stop to their creations. It's real bad. It's real bad. I said this on another person's stream and chat, but this will have such a chilling effect on D&D and just tabletop RPG in general. Even the announcement of this will probably have scared some people away from either like what's it doing their own stuff, you know, just playing the game, streaming playing the game, or even like trying to make their own like source books and whatnot for it. It would have already had an effect just by its utterance, let alone its inaction. It is truly terrible. And yeah, cancel your D&D Beyond subscriptions if you have them. Don't buy anything more from there as well until this has changed. I've canceled mine. So good. Yep. Very good. Vote with your wallets. The I actually cancelled it live is, on stream. And I'll continue. The good side of this is that every other company is like bounding together now and is like, fuck this. Have you heard about the the, the open RGB? Uh, RGB? Open RPG. RGB. RPG. But yes, I did mention it earlier about uh, what's it, Cobalt Press coming together with like a bunch of other smaller things as well. That I I would have to imagine on that many of them probably have a larger market share than uh, Wizards of the Coast combined. So maybe I've just pulled up the page from Paizo, which is another one of these weird fucking nerd game companies. Yeah, you would play this another tabletop company. Yeah, um. The thing that I like about the Open RPG Creative License, Orc, or ORC, I don't know how you say it. Do you say Orc? Uh, yeah, I think you can say Orc. The Orc will not be owned by Paizo, nor will it be owned by any company who makes money publishing RPGs. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, ultimately, we plan to find a non-profit with a history of open source values to own this license, such as the Linux Foundation. So they'll look for someone who's compatible with this, who has no profit motive to watch out that this is a great license and it will stay awesome. Also, I like the part where this is a perpetual license, but also a non-revocable license. So it it stays valid forever, and it can't be. The weird thing is, the other one from Wizards of the Coast also yeah. was a, a permanent license, but yeah. not irrevocable, which is well, stupid that's already. A, that's the thing, though. Uh, it was never designed to be revoked by the people who originally wrote it. And it might be, if they do try and go through this, a lot of legal uh, uh, we'll have to attempts see what comes to stop them. Because, again, this one, the other one was never yeah. really designed with any language for it to be updated or something. You know, it was just intended to be a one and done. Uh, it just never included the specific language about being non-revocable, but it was never the intent of anybody involved. It was for all intents and purposes meant to last forever. And uh, now what's it with new management in charge? It seems to pretty much just despise uh, what's it, um, the user base 
I recommend looking at Young Yeah. He's done a plethora of videos about this, covering like every new detail that comes out. Uh, they just seem to hate the user base and view them solely as a pinky bank and view D&D as under-monetized. And keep in mind, like, the amount they're trying to pull from is, like, equivalent to, like, 10 million a year, whereas, uh, Genesis Qua, uh, what's a D&D is a billion dollar a year, at least, um, <laughs> franchise. So, yeah. This is pure greed. I think they could have probably, I mean, set, thinking that that your user base is under-monetized, that's not that bad of a thing on its own, but then the way to do it is not this way. I mean... If you only sell t-shirts and you want to make more money, you don't just raise the price of t-shirts, you'll start looking at other products you can sell, like a backpack. That's not viewing it as under-monetized. It's like, oh yeah, we we have other products that we could make, you know? That's well, yeah, a that different comes thing. from the fact, how do we get more money from people? We've sold t-shirts to everybody. Mm. Make a screwdriver. Make a, uh, Just, make a water bottle. Make a backpack. Every time you hear the concept under-monetized from a company now, it's like always tied to something bad. You cannot avoid it at this point. You they know? could have come up with like some cool Loot boxes, technology. Some- passes. What's it? NFTs. You these all stem from the same place in the same but that's language. That's a bad every way time. of doing it. You, there yeah. are good ways of monetizing your stuff more. Yes, but it's they never, could have it's easily never come up with something as to under monetized. Because uh, keep in mind, like from a company that is making billions of dollars a year off of it, viewing them as under monetized when highly financially successful, and what's it? Um, Okay, just successful making billions of dollars a year. It's not under-monetized. You then refer to it as what's it? what are the parcel revenue sources can we acquire or generate for ourselves. <laughs> but instead, it's <laughs> like... How do we you un- just... under-monetize it? Good. That's a good yeah. way of putting it. Yeah. It's just like I every time it's under-monetized is a phrase that, that mostly... I, under- I agree that under-monetized is a phrase that mostly dicks use, apparently, allegedly. Yeah, it is just like every time it makes the news. It's every time it makes the news. Every time it is practically used. You know, it's like assholes who want to squeeze every last dime out of you. They could have done this a lot differently, though. Like, why not make some like new tools, new systems, and stuff for people to make content for it easier? Why not make great, more cool creator tools? I don't know what they have already. But giving creator people and these other companies more tools that they then have to pay for, that would have been a way better way of being like, like, guys, we want to make more money off of you because you're using our game as a base for this. That oh, is yes. a way better way than like, oh, keep doing how everything was before, but now we'll get 25, 25%. You can throw some like you can throw like a random sort of people into a room and tell them come up with more things to make creating for D and D easy. And even if they don't even really know anything about D and D, you could probably come up with some ideas very easily. But that's the state of this company, Hasbro. Very cool, nice. 
Yeah, really, really sucks. That's it for our topics for this show. Yes. Um, the goal of hitting one hour, we did not hit that very much at all, but that's because these were really big topics, at least two of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have an email address, uploadingpod at gmail.com. Did I change the Twitter handle yet? I need to recheck. I think I said the wrong. I, I might have changed it, or I might not have because I had to log in again, and I don't know what the hell the password is. <laughs> but that's because I did sign in with Google because I thought that's easier because then I don't have to remember. But no, you want to change the name? And it's like, oh, enter your password. I'm like, what password? Which one? From Google? Doesn't work. Cool. I should probably like unlink that. That was a stupid choice. But no, the Twitter handle is uploading pod at uploading pod. It's also uploading pod at gmail.com. But I said that, or send us a boost in one of the supported <laughs> podcast apps. Yes. Yes. Pay us and, money be, and yes. make us read the message. I'm just looking up uh, how to try to remember how to order a takeaway from a specific thing again. It's been quite a while. Be sure to follow us on all available social media accounts and uh, what's it, platforms, VR, link trees. Again, hoping to get to 1,000 on either channel this year. So every sub on YouTube is a huge help. And like I said earlier, shorts and TikToks. Help out, uh, help boost those, and uh, yeah, my Discord server. If you want to join the polls about what games I'll play in the future, so anything else you want to cover, Silas? You should probably install Linux on your computers, people. <laughs> now, so follow Silas on Linux on your YouTube. Sometimes I make videos about computing things, not just Linux, but also other things. Um, yes, that's mostly it. Follow my Trovo account, trovo.live slash TV. We've got a Trovo partnership in since some day in January for like a week now, more than a week. I don't know. Yes, yes, I do streams there where I open Plan 9 operating system and fuck around and then get confused by Rio. Those words mean nothing to anyone. <laughs> the really mm. nerdy things. Yes. Other than that, follow the podcast. Indeed. Download the episodes, rate and review the pod if you want to do that. Especially on Spotify, Podchaser and Apple Podcasts. And uh, maybe we'll start doing the the cringe kind of segment where podcasts <laughs> read off their own fucking reviews. So make them uh, funny. Accurate, but also funny. We can only help. Where was I? Uh, yes, it's time to say ta-ta and Peter Zane until we meet again. Bye-bye, my pitties. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Do okay. they want to go back? There's actual things to do. I've noticed, the, to, I've noticed that I've made a mistake, by the way. What is that? <laughs> Gonna press record to start a podcast. <laughs> That's hilarious. I was like, I really, really need to get the time in, in uh, take a look at the fucking time, but like, oh, oh start recording. Oh, no time. Oh, oh. I will I will download the MP4 of this. Files. Yeah. I will download the beginning bit of this for you and so you can add it in the to the podcast. podcast. <laughs>
Whoopsie. That's Whoopsie. Gonna be amazing that was on the after outro song joke for this episode yep. already set. Yeah. Yeah, good. It's gonna be very fun getting that. Anyhow. 